Hi, this is Heidi McDonald of PW Comics World, the weekly comics podcast of Publishers Weekly. And uh, this week, it's uh, just me. I have some interviews with Uli Lust and Durf Bachdurf, both recorded at the Angoulême Festival International de la Bande des Années. And after, after I spent a week in France, my French accent is no better. So uh, definitely need some work there, but... Um, just had a pretty amazing time in at the festival. It was my first time there, and they say it's the biggest festival in France uh, about comics, and they are correct. The entire town is filled with uh, readers who are there to stand in line for hours, not to see a movie panel or to uh, meet a celebrity, but rather just to buy a comic and get it signed. And it's really pretty impressive. I've always heard that uh, Angoulême is really the place, it's a pilgrimage for those who love comics, and I certainly was not disappointed. Um, but also a chance that you'll be hearing more about uh, to interview uh, some of the publishers. I was able to meet uh, Jacques Glenat, the o- owner and founder of Glenat, which is one of the largest publishers in France. Also, um, Guy Delcourt, the uh, owner of the second largest publisher in France. Uh, they published The Walking Dead to great acclaim, and um, many French comics, including several that won at the uh, uh, the prizes, uh, which are given out Sunday afternoon. The biggest news probably was Bill Watterson winning the Grand Prix. Uh, this is a kind of lifetime achievement award that's given out to various cartoonists, and um, that's been the subject of some controversy in recent years uh, over the role of it and whether it should just be given to French cartoonists or to Americans or to perhaps a manga cartoonist. And uh, so this year was given to Bill Watterson, who's um, kind of a little bit of a recluse, I guess. So there's a lot of questions over whether he'll show up at the festival. But even if he doesn't, probably there'll be a beautiful art exhibit of his work. And since he already has an exhibit coming up at the uh, Billy Ireland li- Library in Columbus. So uh, it's going to be quite a year for Bill Watterson, he, whether he wants to go out in public or not. But uh, anyway, back to Angoulême. Um, you know, kind of interesting to really see the French comics industry up close. Um, the festival is very important. It's a chance for everybody to meet up, uh, but also just to see what everybody's doing to present their books, really like the San Diego Comic-Con. And, um, you know, there is definitely that aspect to the show. I think um, there's probably several different um, tracks of what's going on there. There's, number one, it's kind of a business show. There's a right center. There's press conferences with the new releases. Not really the way Marvel or DC do them. But um, still, you know, new lines of books are, are, are announced. And um, the right center, where I was set up most of the time, uh, pu- publishers from all over Europe, a couple of South American publishers were there. Um, uh, there was, in addition, some from Asia, uh, very busy with, um, you know, rights being assigned, uh, publishing deals being set, a lot of wheeling and dealing. Um, also, various sense, uh, really, where I think the biggest interest for the American industry is, is the Le Nouveau Monde, which is the uh, new comics tent. Now, this has been growing over the years, and it's what we'd kind of call the SPX, or uh, Mocha of Angoulême, and it's uh, all of the kind of indie publishers, such as, um, well, now I'm going to mess up the names, but uh, Actes Sud, um, L'Association, which is really the most famous French indie publisher, and the one that kind of kicked off the whole movement, um, and, uh, you know, many others, which uh, publish not only the work of American and British cartoonists there, but also, uh, you know, French cartoonists uh, who are really getting a wider um, profile here in the United States. So 
very interesting kind of to see the crossover. Manga is very big in Europe, but also uh, American comics are increasingly influential there. And I think this is probably where a little bit of the kind of tension is coming in, perhaps, with the Grand Prix and, and some other things. Uh, Angoulême is 41 years old. It's interesting to note it's actually younger than our own San Diego Comic-Con. Well, started around the same time, which something I hadn't realized until I really went there and saw it for myself. But uh, one thing is for sure, talking to people, I was talking to cartoonists from the Netherlands, from Spain, publishers from from Italy, from France, from, from all over, really. And the more I talked to them, the more I realized that it's one world for comics. Um, thanks to downloading, we really have a global culture. Something I've been saying for quite a while, but uh, Angolan really proved that. You know, speaking of global culture, uh, let's hear from a couple of global cartoonists. Um, uh, Uli Lust, the, uh, uh, who's kind of leading the charge in Germany for a lot of what's going on with comics. He's teaching and uh, doing uh, digital comics. And also, irrepressible Durf back Durf. Um, you know, best known being uh, teenage friends with a serial killer, but now really a very well-established cartoonist. So, let's hear from the cartoonists. Hi, this is Heidi McDonald with PW Comics World's More to Come, live from the Angoulême Festival du Bande Désigné, which is horrible pronunciation. I haven't learned French yet. Um, I'm here with Durf Backderf, the author of uh, My Friend Dahmer, or in France, uh, uh, what is the name? Mon, Me? mon Ami Dahmer. Mon Ami Dahmer. So, so it's classier <laughs> yes. in French, doesn't yes. it? Yes. So, uh, Durf, I've heard... You were just one of the stars here. Mm -hmm. what, what, tell me about the, the book here and how it's doing in France. Oh, it's doing great. I think it's uh, I think it's going into its third or fourth printing. I can't remember now off the top of my head. Um, and it's, of course, one of the... I'm going to screw, really screw the pronunciation up here. The Selection Edition yes, yes, for yes. Angoulême. So yes. it's up for the big prize. It won't win, but I mean, it's <laughs> nice to be up for the big prize. Right. Um, yeah, it's just been marvelous. It's it's a real a real thrill. No, uh, but they were unaware of Dahmer here. Yeah, that's a great thing. You know, in the states, it, the book comes with all that baggage. You know, mm -hmm. everybody has their preconceptions, and and they worry about uh, you know is he going to talk about heads in the refrigerator and all that stuff. Right. But here, they have no idea who Dahmer was. So they just judge the book purely on the basis of the storytelling and the story. Wow. Which is kind of refreshing. Yeah. You know? So it's a yeah. real it's real nice to guess, have to have that acceptance. Mm -hmm. I guess they have their own mass murderers here or Do they? <laughs> I don't know. I mean Well, you know, yeah. the first time I was here I actually went to a serial killer convention. Okay. Uh, held by the, the journalist who wrote the introduction to the French book called uh, Stephen Bocquois. And uh, it was great. Uh, a little weird, but mm. uh, you know it was. Uh, so obviously they do have serial killers. Right, right. Well, uh, Blackbeard, the original, actually. Was so, he really? Well, I mean, he's one of the first. Known. Was he French? Yeah, Blackbeard. Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, I, 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 I no forget. More than I do. I forget his real name. Yeah, I like I like the murder stuff. Mm. Um, oh, that that's uh, that's amazing though. Now where else? Then you're on a big tour after this as All well, over right? France yeah. and uh, Belgium. Yeah. Right. And so south of France. And, uh, when was the book published here? Last, last, let's see, when was I here last? Last April, I think. Mm -hmm. I was here for Easter, so yeah, right. it just came out just right. before Easter. Right, and so, and it's definitely found this, this audience. So, now tell me about your publisher here. It's, uh, Cela. 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 Yeah. 
And uh, um, yeah, he's great, uh, Serge. He's, mm-hmm. He mostly publishes uh, non-French books, so mm-hmm. a lot of Americans. I mean, Joseph Lambert's here, right. um, Dash Shaw, guys like that, and then some Brits and a few right. other Europeans. And he really has a good eye for material, and he just treats us like royalty. It's really a, wow. it's wonderful. Well, now talk uh, a little bit. Like I, Every time I go by the booth, I do see you signing, and there's a big line for you. <laughs> and um, here in, in, in European conventions, there's a little bit different attitude towards signings. Um, so They want you to do a little drawing, yeah, on yeah. Every, every title page. So, I mean, I've got, you can see the groove in my finger here after, <laughs> after four days. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's they really work you. And yeah. They're like you know two and three hour signings that right. pop a couple a day. Uh-huh. Now, do you have one drawing that you do? No, I have. Well, um, Selah just put out my last book, Punk Rock and Trailer Parks. So because Dahmer did so well, uh-huh. so I put that out, which is really great because he gave it a nice, nice printing. And uh, so I'm signing both, and I've got you know I've got like four or five for punk rock, and then I've got two different poses I do for. My friend Donald. Right, right. So was this an ad- was this though something you had to adapt to? I mean, the, the signings are far more elaborate here. Yeah, like, a little bit. You can't just do a little scribble and they're right. satisfied. No, right? no, not at all. <laughs> they sit there and watch you too. I mean, they sit there and smile and watch you draw. Really, it's kind of. Yeah. So you know, the pressure's on. Right. And there was right. like a point yesterday where I was, I was kind of whipped, and I did like four or five really crappy ones in a row. And I, was, oh, I was like, oh, man. No one. Luckily, this is in English, so they won't know about right, it. Right, exactly. And then uh, I bounced back. I came I came roaring back yeah. after a couple espresso. I, I did. I saw, though, that uh, over in the big tent where all the mainstream publishers are, I mean, the people camp out for the signings. Like, literally, they get in there, like, right. they race in in the morning. So instead of being in line for Hall H to see some movie trailer, they're in line for cartoonists. Right. It is kind of the... Amazing fantasy world. There are no, here. I don't think there are any movie trailers here. No. Or any uh, no. very little cosplay. There's a yeah. little. Yeah, yesterday. they're really dedicated to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so tell us about. You actually said something really interesting. You, you when the news, uh, you put out the news about your new book coming out, right. which uh, because I'm brain dead, I'm totally forgetting the title. Trashed. Trashed. How could I forget that? But you said you knew that the book you'd be known for was Dahmer. Oh sure. Yeah. Always. Yeah. yeah. Which is why I didn't want to do it first, uh-huh. because, you know, how do you live up to that? After right. That? So, this is what, I mean, I did an earlier version of Trash, I did Punk Rock and Trailer Parks, and of course my comic strip, and then finally my friend Dahmer. And I was a little worried about, you know, following up with uh, another com- uh, another comedy, but um, Charlie's not, Abrams isn't worried about it at all. And it's, you know, I know the characters in Trash, so it's mm-hmm. very fun to go back to them, and I know I can... You know, do a pretty good right. book with it. So what's what's it about? What's the book about? Trashed is uh, based, it's fiction, but it's based on my experiences as a garbage man <laughs> in my hometown. And the first, I uh, just did a little tiny one for SLG. It was my first long-form comics, and it was nominated for an Eisner. So, you know, I started off really well with it, but I, it's really old now. So it came out in, what, 2002, 2001? Another like world. Yeah, a long time ago. So, um... I forget where he's going with that now. Uh, just the history of the comic. And, oh, you know, right, the, right. So is the new version, is it new comics? Or yeah, is it the well, old stuff, a lot of it, what's the... I've been doing, I went back a couple years ago after I finished my friend Dahmer, or after I finished Punk Rock and Trailer Parks, and started doing a webcomic. Mm-hmm. I did a couple episodes over like two years. 
And so this that's the launching point for the book. Uh-huh. And I'm going to expand it, get a lot of stuff about, you know, what it's like to collect garbage. <laughs> it's, it's this fascinating world that nobody knows about. I mean, it's all this gross-out stuff. Mm-hmm. You've got the dead dogs and, the, you know, the maggots and all this stuff. Wacky townspeople. But then you've got these just astonishing figures of all the crap Americans throw away. Wow. Like in a single year, I just found this out, you could... The garbage Americans alone produce in a single year, you could line up, if you could do it, you know, in a row, right. garbage, full garbage trucks that would stretch all the way to the moon. Yeah. That's one year. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff. Yeah. Wow. And no one knows about it. No. And yeah. you know what? Like, what you just said about Never Topping Dahmer is, is probably true. Oh, yeah. I gotta say, a book about your life as a garbage man, I think it that's be, yeah. pretty intriguing. The funny at least thing to is, me, and the way you're gonna treat right. it also. The funny thing is, I mean, in my head, really, they're, they're kind of companion stories mm-hmm. because the events of My Friend Dahmer pick up right after, or the events of Trash pick up right after My Friend Dahmer. Right. So you went from being friends Personal with a serial history. killer to right. taking out garbage. And, and now a cartoonist, so it's a natural progression. Right, right. <laughs> and in fact, Dahmer, I mean, Grizzly trivia. Dahmer, when he finished carving up his first victim, he put him out for the trash. And it had been like three months later. I may, I would have picked up that trash. Right. So. Right. These are the kind of things that you constantly have to live with yeah. when you're caught up in this story. Yeah. Did you 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 always knew you were going to do this Dahmer story? Right. I mean, did you know the minute you heard that that oh, he had sure. been killed? I oh, mean, yeah. you said to yourself, "I got to do a comic about this." Well, I knew I'd do something, right? You know, um, but at that time, I really didn't have the storytelling tools to do it because mm-hmm. I was just doing the comic strip. And it was really that was my really far expressionistic period. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't doing long form storytelling at all. And I didn't really have the mental state to do it. I had to wait till he was killed, uh-huh. and get some clarity, and get some distance. So it took a while. Right. Um, do you you also do a comic strip that is in the alternative newspaper? Well, yeah. What what few that are left? Yeah. Tell tell what about that? I mean, it's is that impossible now? I mean, yeah, sure. I don't even really know. I'm not sure why I still do it, to be quite honest. <laughs> kind of a creative exercise every week. You know? uh-huh. I'm still doing good strips. I mean, I won a Robert F. Kennedy Award for it. You know? Really? What is th- what is that award for? Journalism. I really? Mean, politi- political uh, cartooning. And it's about local Cleveland. No, no. no. That was, it started out that way. But, it, mm-hmm. I mean, it ran at one point. It was in all the big alternative papers, The Voice. And when Chicago there were Reader. papers. Right. Um, do you do it on the web at all? I do. It's in the Universal Press site, uh, mm-hmm. Go Comics. Right, right. That's pretty much where it uh, exists now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's a good weekly exercise. The problem is, having moved to long-form comics, where I've had a lot more success, a lot more acclaim, so obviously I was in the wrong genre from the beginning, mm-hmm. to go back to a comic strip has been really tough for me to write. You know, mm-hmm. I just can't get used to those four little panels. Right, and right. It's, it's, I kind of lost it. And it was similar to when I moved to comic strips from single panel strips. I, I lost my ability to do single panel strips, so right. I don't know what it is. I'm huh. Well, they are, it is very different skills, actually. Um, so, I mean, in longer stories, do you know, it's easier to ramble, I think. Oh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> keep going, you know. I mean, you can take it as long or as slow as you want. You can change the pace. I mean, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. I find it a lot more... Uh, to do mm-hmm. 
Derv, you've been around for a while. I mean, <laughs> well, but I mean, you've seen a lot of different things. I mean, yeah. wasn't there an earlier book by yours that was published by Slave Labor and I think uh, Trailer Parks, uh, Punk no. Rock? Didn't that come out from Slave yeah. Labor originally? Um, you know, talk about alternative newspapers, and you know, now your claim with a graphic novel. Um, I mean, did you ever think you'd be at this point? Where well, I certainly hoped it, right. but, you know, you just keep got to smash your head against the wall until, you know, I'm an overnight sensation after, what, 30 years? Yeah, right, right. So that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Better than it never happening. Right, exactly. Right, I mean, right. I, you, know, I've, I've had a, you know, I've had a great career. I mean, I've made a living at it, which is not easy to do right. for a long time. And I've uh, done a lot of different things, and, you know, I wish that I had been... More wide, more widely known early on, but you know it's okay. I mean, I am now, so that's great. I've mm-hmm. worked my way up to a, what a B minus listener. <laughs> that's, that's fine, man. Happy. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, you've introduced Dahmer to France. That's so. right, and yeah. Spain and Germany. Yes, yeah, so all of Europe. Um, uh, how much uh, work do you have to do on Trashed? Oh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So when you get back, you're going to just sit down yep. at the drawing board? No, yeah. it's the grindstone all yeah. summer. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I, I wish you luck on that. I, and really, I, I like this. I like this uh, garbage book. I am going to be reading this because everybody <laughs> wants to know what really goes on yeah, at right. that garbage truck. You think you do. You think you say that now. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you'll be appalled. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Derf. Thanks, Heidi. Hi. This is Heidi McDonald with... PW Comics World's more to come, and I am live in Angoulême, France, uh, with Uli Lust, Uli Lust, the, yes, is the uh, author of, in English, uh, Today is the Last Day of the Rest of Your Life, uh, and uh, other projects that she will tell us about uh, at this point. Um, so Uli, how, how is Angoulême f- treating you? Oh, it's so beautiful here for me because now everybody knows the book. I'm here this year because there is a Berlin stand, uh, stand for comics from, from the city of Berlin and I am just a representative of the artists. So that's, I don't, I'm not here to present a new book, but I'm signing a lot at the table of my publisher and all the people which come there, they have this, glam, this glimmer in their eyes and say, oh, I read it and I like it so much. So it's, they know the book already and, and they buy it for friends or because they want a signature and stuff. So it's, it's quite, ah, I, I don't know, but it's, it's pleasing. <laughs> right, right. That, it's the, pleasing. that the book is, is known now. Yeah, the book is known and the people are so friendly to me. So I have a really good time. Yeah. Now, have you been here before? Yeah, it's the six or seven standard. Oh, so a veteran, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the, your keys to surviving Angoulême? My keys... Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I have, a <laughs> <laughs> have a good publisher. <laughs> yes, I have a good publisher. I mean, Cy Lights. Uh, he does a lot of American artists. He has, uh, like, also Frank Santoro, Dash right, Shaw, right. and uh, Dave Bechtaff. Right. He's the star of this year. He's signing his hands... He, he, he wound. Yes, yes. We have a, I, I, interviewing him next, I believe. So, uh, but uh, what? Are, tell me about the Berlin comics because we talked before about how German comics are kind of on the rise after not like a you know kind of vague beginnings or not too many yeah, comics. So what's yeah. going on now? I mean, it, the, the the graphic novel and the literature comics are. Um, getting bigger everywhere. What is the special situation in Germany is there was a very high illustration culture in the socialist Germany, not in the Western Germany. 
And after the wall um, fall, after the reunion, there was also a reunion of two different uh, sites to illustration and drawing and comics. Oh. So this illustration artists they mixed up with the comic artists, and th there was a, a something a very strong uh, visual language appeared suddenly. That was before my times. Right. So there are really great artists which do great posters and, and very artsy comics. I am more the generation which is the storytelling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I care for more for the storytelling aspect than for the wah uh, pictures. Right, right. But all this together we present at the Berlin table here. Mm -hmm. There is some money from the state to, to show oh, wonderful. the work. Now, do you teach? You teach, don't you? Yes, yes. In September, I teach in a little inner city outside of Berlin. It's quite nice, but I have to build up the comic section. They, they, it's an accident that they, <laughs> that they, they wanted somebody for storytelling and narration, and they didn't really have an idea about comics, but they will get it now. Right. So, what? 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 Uh, how old are your students? My students are around 20 to 25. Okay, so it's a college age, college level, what we would call, I guess. Right. Are they uh, specifically studying comics? No, or, no, 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 that's or, the pity. Right. That's the, oh. the, that was the, the pain when I found out that they are not, they draw when they went to school, but they didn't think that they will need the drawing in the art school. That's a strange thing. <laughs> they think they will do apps for the iPad and they will do photos and arrange them on the computer. It's a bit tough for me to uh, tell them why sketching is so important for every artist, even if he never draws. Wow. <laughs> I mean, it's for to build up your imagination, yes, right. for to understand the world if you oh, draw wow. it. You can get the feeling for the form of the contemporary world if you draw it so you uh they they don't know how to draw <laughs> they i'm don't... a preacher of drawing yes yeah. i'm preaching all the time and it's a bit frustrating because they don't know what is work i mean they don't they think if they do one sketch per week a little one oh i was so busy mm -hmm. i did a sketch right, right. <laughs> um huh that's interesting um so, is there are, are there any comic schools in Berlin? There or? is there is one in Hamburg, a oh, very okay. good one. There is this East Berlin artist Anke Feuchtenberger. She's also oh, one yes. of these people from this generation where right. I talked about before. She studied illustration in the East, and then she started with comics mm. after the reunion. Right. And she has a marvelous new way of storytelling, very poetic, very visual, mm. wonderful. Yeah. Also very female. Well, you know, I, you brought it up because I, you know, only. Don't always like to harp on it, but there are actually a lot of the pr uh, prominent cartoonists in Germany are women. That's right. It has to do with Anke, because in her uh, school there are a lot of she 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 attracts girls or she inspires girls to draw comics. Girls are drawing a lot. Mm -hmm. Normally in the art schools, the the girls were doing children books and the boys were started started with the comics, mm -hmm. but. With the help of these new teachers and new artists, the girls found out, oh, there are subjects in comics which are interesting for us too. Right. And um, because of that school, a lot of very good artists and professionals <clears throat> come to a level where you can publish comics. Right, right. Interesting. So they were welcomed uh, right from the get-go instead yeah. of it being like, oh, this isn't for you. Yeah, right. I think a lot of times that happens when an art form isn't as, it's really below the radar. So it's not like there was a famous... Like, maybe the most famous German cartoonist was uh, Dirks, you know, who was in America. He did the cat, Cats and Jammer Kids. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yes, I mean, yes. we're going back a long way. Because they're, they're... You know, it's kind of like you say, 
It was like this tradition kind of um, submerged. And now that it's emerging with this more, like, vibrant scene, which is really exciting, I think. Um, now, you, Uli, you put all your comics online years Not ago. Not all. But uh, just some, because I was self-publishing a long time. Like, we did a lot of mini-comics with silk screen and offset and brought it to the shops. And I found it very annoying always to go there and do the calculation and this shit and... I found uh, publishing PDFs on the internet. It's very. Co- I found it very comfortable. Really. Suddenly. And uh, for me, I don't really mind if it's on. A, if I read it on a screen or on paper, uh-huh. I like books on paper very much. But if it's a, I can also read on an on an right. iPad or whatever. Right. So we were thinking that might be a new way of publishing comics. The only mistake we made were we thought people would be paying like mm. 50 cent one euro if they mm. read something and on the long hand there will be an income that you can compare right. to the public but it's not working out the people don't pay in the internet. do you do you have uh, you have a donate button there and they just don't I hit had it? one I had one but I deleted them because the donations were so low that I was oh. ashamed to write my yearly <laughs> mail to the artist hello Colbyn you earned 65 cents oh, this year <laughs> yeah. and some earned more but um, in the end I was thinking my god I don't care for this uh, money and I like to do this website and some artists are so nice to deliver to give me some stuff let's say it's a special collection uh-huh. and it's for free uh, that's also another aspect which I like on the internet this um, exchange culture right, I do this right. you do that let's let, like tum- let's, are you for on, free are you on Tumblr? no I'm not see because Tumblr's all about that really? yeah Ah, interesting. I have to find. I have you to, should, I have yeah. To, to that's your that's your assignment after this to get on. All right, I will <laughs> because because that's exactly what you're talking about, and it has a huge again. I mean, you know, women women use it quite a few young young cartoonists. Um, when did you your your site was called Electro Comics, right? right? When when did you launch that? Uh, we we started in 2005, and the concept of Electro Comics is to show long works, right? Because there's one thing in the internet which I don't like that much. It's the the dessert, the the appetizer culture. Right. But everything you get is only a little piece. Right, and right. I like, maybe as you might have noticed when you see my books, I like long stories. Right, right, right. <laughs> and PDF is a very good format to mm-hmm. publish. Like, the minimum is 25 pages on mm-hmm. Electro Comics. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so do you feel that you, like, you built your audience through that at all? I mean, do you think you found an audience? I was surprised stuff? that I had an audience already when the book came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, of course... You, if you're an artist and I'm not so introverted, I want to show it to the right. people. And what I liked in Electro Comics was the aspect that it's so international. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know back then that I will have international publishers, mm-hmm. um, but I like that people in China and in I have, we have a lot of um, Asian uh, readers to mm-hmm. audience mm-hmm. and South America and Russia and whatever right. because I grew up on the countryside where there was there were no comics there was no no culture it right. was very hard for me to get books right. yeah i read every sheet i can find only because there are letters <laughs> well if you if you've read uli's book uh about her, her youthful trip to Italy on a walkabout, you'll see. So you left to find adventure, and you found it, didn't you? I found it. I found it, yes. Uh, now, what, what's next for you? What are you working on now? I'm, now I'm working on a, a second autobiographic issue. It is the... the, the the main point is to show the it's, it's life in a female perspective um, in 
I found this story in my life. Um, I wouldn't, I would, I wouldn't be interested in autobiographic storytelling if there wouldn't be good stories. And the one I am working on now, the main thing is the relationship between um, one woman, which is me, and two men, mm-hmm. and they know each other, and it's very official. Mm-hmm. Of course, problems appear on some <laughs> point. That's why it's good. It's that it works as a story. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Um, and yeah, about this. I also had a child very young, yes, and I felt so guilty all the time because I didn't really, I wasn't able to care for him because I didn't have a job and my, it was with my mother. So I talk about a lot of female aspects, like uh, the expectations to a mother are very different to a father. Right. Nobody asks you if you are not living with your child, oh, don't you miss it desperately. Yeah, right, and right. I get asked it all the time. Right. So there are still some aspects which are very which are relevant right, to talk about. Right, and right. there will be a lot of good sex, I hope so. <laughs> because in the last book, there was a lot of bad sex. Right, yeah? that's right. Yeah. Because the girl was 17 and she was more romantic. She, she, For her, it was enough to hold hands, to have somebody who loves her, to cuddle and to kiss. And the real sex scene, she was not so interested. Right. But later on, after 20, I was very, very interested. <laughs> good. And, so. and the, why I tell it? Because there is this mythology of women and of especially the erotic of young girls, very right, young girls. Right. But it's, I think the, the most of them are not so interested in the, the, the hard sex right. uh, issues. Right. They are interested in the romantic aspects. Right. And but men, like the, they think that, oh, these young girls are so seductive. Oh, right. But the girls themselves feel different. I mean, right. they seduce, but they have other motivations. Well, they're not, they're not supposed to want it. That's very attractive, right? <sighs> Do you know uh, in America we have the term slut shaming? Do you know that at all? What is it? Slut shaming. It's like kind of what you're talking about in that uh, it's it's um, if a girl is free and enjoys sex and yes. wants to uh, express herself in that way, then she must be a tra- slut or awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, instead of just saying, look, she's just living her life. So, she's having fun. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that will destroy society. Don't you know that? If young girls have sex and enjoy themselves, that's the end of society. <laughs> yes, and they will die from bad diseases, yes, of yes. course. There was a... Uh, <laughs> there was um, Art Spiegelman saw... Now we're just bullshitting. Uh, pardon me. Bleep that out, Kate. Um, now, But uh, it, recently in New York, the, I saw Art Spiegelman had this show mm-hmm. that was called Wordless, where he showed these woodcut comics of the right. 30s with... Uh, um, Rockwell Kent and uh, some other uh, artists that I can't remember because I'm terrible. But they were all... She'd done him wrong as one by Milt Gross. And literally all of them were about this girl who falls in love with a guy. And maybe the guy was good, or but there was bad villains. And then she gets pregnant and horrible things happen. And life becomes miserable for everyone. And, and it was like, wow. The That's way- what happened if you have fun in right, sex as a woman. Right. Well, before, you know, available birth control, yes. Uh, definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I understand the... the, 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 the yes. Uh, uh, but, I mean, every story had this grim storyline of, of um, you know, they had fun and terrible things happened because of it. So, yes. Yeah. And we can go over that now. We live in different times. There is pill. Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> so you, uh, with your book, uh, is, are you going to release it digitally? How are you going to release it? The I'm new not book? sure. Maybe I will, I will. I think I will also get an English translation. I am on page 50 now, and I'm planning to ask my 
um, the girlfriend of my son, she's mm. uh, American, mm -hmm. and she will she's studying translation in Austria, and she will make a translation. Oh. So I will put it online in right. English. Great. Um, so are you getting after this? You're re returning home, and uh, I will be happy drawing. Yeah, for a long time. You're traveling again, or no? I was I was because after teaching job where I work every week, two or three days, my drawing was it got so slow because yeah. I'm always kicked out of the of the vision, you know, of the process. And now I have holidays for one month, and I can't wait to just stay at home <laughs> and dog. <laughs> crawl inside the story, you know, and live in it. And I right. like that very much. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't have to go out. It's wonderful to be in Angoulême, but back to the drawing board. Yeah, I like my job. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And we look, we like reading about you're the fruits of your job. So, well, good luck with the new book. And um, thank you so much, Willie. Thank you for asking. <laughs> <me. laughs>